Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with a zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com and by RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net that you sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories about people who share those special places where they found the most perfect alignment with the flow of the universe. Looking back on my memories of travel and the wonderful experiences that exposed me to more and more of the world, I knew I had been changed for good, and I've always wanted to find a way to keep those memories alive long after that trip of a lifetime was over. I've made photo albums and videos to remind me, and I love to look back at them, but the trick to retaining memories is having something special that really triggers the memory. And then I heard about Dune Jewelry, a woman-owned small business founded in 2010 by kitchen table entrepreneur Holly Daniels Christensen. Holly began making handmade jewelry using local beach sand from Cape Cod, and she gave it out to her friends and family as gifts and discovered that everyone had a special place that resonated with them personally. Well, needless to say, I had to find out more, and I am right now wearing my necklace made from sand from Spain, where I visited right now. And Holly, it is so great to have you on Speaking of Travel. Hi, Marilyn. It's so great to be here. Thank you. Well, Holly, when I discovered Dune Jewelry, I just lit up. For one thing, your your website, everything about what you're doing is just so awesome. And being able to really create uh, something that you can wear or have in your possession of a special place really resonates with me. I love that. And I want to find out what was it like when you were a kid? Did you pick up shells? And were you that kid who who grew up just always being curious and exploring? 
Absolutely. I, I grew up on Cape Cod, so I was already kind of surrounded by some of the most beautiful beaches in the entire world. Um, and, and also ponds and lakes and, um, different bodies of water, uh, on Cape Cod. So we would visit not as often as you would think. Um, my, my, parents were more uh, farm parents. So we had horses and chickens and goats. And um, we had this little little farm in our backyard. I grew up riding horses, um, but I would always take them across the street down to this lake, Crystal Lake in Orleans, um, to take the horses swimming. And that's where I think I kind of, I think that's where I started to fall in love with the beach, whether it be a, a pond or a lake or an ocean. I think that's where it all began. Well, everything about you just says beach, blue sky, blue ocean. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. So give us an idea of how you kind of transitioned from being that farm kid, loving the horses, taking them down to the beach, to being this bootstrap entrepreneur. Like, you know, I describe you as a, a kitchen table entrepreneur. What does that mean? Yeah, well, it, it's been a wild ride. Honestly, I, um, my dad passed away when I was young, I was about eight years old. And um, my mom kind of I'm an only child, my mom kind of never recovered from his death, they had been together since she was 14 years old. And so it was a little bit of a tumultuous childhood. And I decided to quit school and leave home when I was 15 years old. It just wasn't a healthy environment. I knew enough to know that it was not healthy. And I had already been working every summer since I was 11. I worked at this little zoo called Bassett Wild Animal Farm on Cape Cod. And uh, and so I already knew, I had already kind of begun having a work ethic, knowing if I went to work and I did a good job that I would bring home money to sustain myself. And, and um, so I felt at 15, which is a little naive, that I could make it on my own. Luckily, I have a lot of grit and um, and I continued to to work um, kind of to work to survive for so many years. Right. Um, different jobs, sales jobs, bartending. I sold cars at one point. I mean, I worked in a pharmacy, Dunkin Donuts. I had every job known to mankind. I think I've had over a, a, about 110 different jobs since I was 11 years old. Um, which sounds crazy, but in a way it was education for what was to come because I was taking little bits and pieces of every manager I ever worked with, their traits, their habits, their belief system, and kind of, you know, stockpiling it in the back of my mind. And, but during this time, I, I was yearning for this artistic outlet. I had always been an artistic person, but I wasn't practicing art. And so I started working with my, uh, I started working in the Boston real estate market, selling real estate. That's the career I kind of settled into in my mid twenties. And I loved that because the design process of um, developing real estate and then selling it, there is a little bit of an artistic uh, swing to that. But then still I was yearning to get back to the beach. Uh, and my childhood best friend was making these little tiny ornaments out of sand from all of the beaches on Cape Cod. And she's super artistic, really just an incredible, an incredible artist. And, but she, the business side of it, which I had learned over the past, gosh, 10 years, um, she wasn't 
as good at she and not that she wouldn't be good at it, but she wasn't it didn't excite her. So we started, she was like, Oh, just come help me with this business. And I would go out to these arts and craft shows selling these little ornaments made with sand from Nasset beach on Cape Cod. And when people really had that aha moment that they could have this tangible reminder of their favorite place, they were like, like they lit up and you would see this emotional this emotional moment where they were, it it started saying, Oh, I love this beach. But what about where my sister got married? What about where we went on my honeymoon? What about that childhood beach home that we no longer have anymore? Because, you know, our parents divorced, you know, very emotional stories. Our parents divorced, they sold the house. And now I can have this tangible reminder of all those memories. And that's when it started to really churn in my brain. And the thought was what's, you know, ornaments are great and they're beautiful and they're very successful little, these little home accents, but what's the next, what's the evolution of that? And Kelly and I decided to start taking jewelry making classes. And that was, that was it. It was like, it was like a rocket ship. I knew that was exactly what I wanted to do. Um, ultimately Kelly decided to stay uh, home and raise her three boys and continue doing the snowflakes. And I decided to move forward and really hone my craft with making jewelry out of sand and earth elements from different locations all over the world. So that, that was a lot in one. I'm like trying to reel myself back in. (laughs) Well, I love being able to follow that train of thought because Again, you're you're talking about being able to use your own experiences, your own memories, your own focus on, I love the way you talk about being in these different jobs and saying, you know, I, I see what this person is doing and, and that really excites me or that makes sense to me and I see what this person is doing and I respect that and over time yeah. being able to put all that into your own mission and your own vision for the direction that you want to go with your own company and now how long have you been doing this holly 10 almost 11 years in september well congratulations a decade Thank that's you. fabulous <laughs> it's uh, it's a kind of unbelievable to me sometimes and then you know it feels like a million years one day and then it feels like the snap of a finger another day it's really interesting. I have such a great team behind me and we we really, we have a lot of plans and I can't wait to tell you more about the business. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to hear more about the business. I want to hear more about how you even come up with these creative ideas because I know that, in fact, why don't you tell us your website so people can be looking at this yeah. beautiful jewelry while we're talking. So our website is dunejewelry.com. It's D-U-N-E, like a sand dune, jewelry.com. But you also can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We have a really, really fun social media presence. Yes, you do. And I have to just shout out, too, that your photography and and all of these beautiful, beautiful, like you call them, earth elements, just are are shining. You can't, it's almost like you want to reach into the computer and touch them. They're so beautiful. Mother Nature gives us everything we need as artists. I mean, the colors, the textures, the the emotion, it's all there. Well, when we come back, I want to hear about how you even find all of this. So Holly, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. We're here talking to Holly Christensen and Dune Jewelry, and we'll be right back. 
It's summertime in Subieville, which means it's time for adventure here in western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Buongiorno, this is Mark Smith, president of Private Italy Tours LTD. We are now accepting fully refundable deposits for our October 5 through 16 tour of Puglia, the heel of Italy's so-called boot, and nearby Basilicata. We keep safety first, away from crowds, and enjoy open-air explorations of towns like Alberobello, home of Puglia's famed Trulli houses, Lecce, the so-called Florence of the South, and Matera, Basilicata's famed town of cave houses. We will share private boat excursions with our guests along the coasts near Gallipoli and from the very tip of Italy at Santa Maria di Liuca. Fabulous wines and meals, private ensuite accommodations, and easy days are yours on this wonderful experiential journey. You will be based at just two locations during our tour, a gorgeous Pugliese winery and from a flawlessly restored 16th century Castello. We still have some rooms available on this unforgettable journey, and we are also offering all six of our 2022 tours, from Venice and Florence, Umbria and Amarche, to Italy's poetically beautiful lake region, to Sicily and the Amalfi Coast. Italy is yours with Private Italy Tours LTD. Private-Italy.com Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I am here today with Holly Christensen. She is the founder and owner of Dune Jewelry and... Holly, it is just so wonderful talking to you. I feel, you know, this connection, especially now that I have this beautiful necklace that I that I had made with sand from Spain. It, I'm not kidding. It's on my skin. I actually feel when I close my eyes that I'm standing on that beach again. It must be so rewarding for you to hear testimonials from people who have who have your your art. It is. It absolutely is because the stories are so powerful and some are very sad, like really sad. And some are joyous and it's, you know, it's, um, it's nice to be able to give people this tangible reminder of, of a moment, but my team, especially when we had a smaller studio, they would know when I had like a very uh, passionate customer on the phone who was telling me their story. Cause like they're crying, I'm crying. It's like, it, it's this connection that that's so, that's just very deep. And let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about your website again, because when you when you go to your website, there's all of the information on how how much you can look at. I mean, there's necklaces and bracelets and even bottle stoppers now. Give us an idea of how somebody would even connect with you to tell their story and to 
to make these memories with you? That's a really great, that's a really great uh, question. I think it can be a little bit confusing because you go on the website and you see all this beautiful jewelry, but you don't quite know what it is. And if you don't know the concept of Dune, you really have no idea. But what you do is you go on the website, you find a silhouette that you like, a ring, a necklace, an earring, a shape that speaks to you, a design that speaks to you. And then you can go into what we call our sand bank, even though it's got much more than sand these days. And you can search locations all over the world um, or flower. Uh, so you can go in, uh, I'm just saying hypothetically, search Italy. And it's going to pull up these little pictures of sand from Positano, from Sicily, from all of these different locations throughout Italy that we actually have in our sand bank, which is the Dewey Decimal System of Sand. It's little teeny tiny jars because we only use a few grains when we create the jewelry. Um, these teeny tiny jars of sands and earth elements. So you choose that sand or earth element. And once the order comes into the studio, one of our artists goes and pulls the silver or gold, or it could be stainless steel, whatever the, the design is created out of the metal, and then pulls the actual little jar of sand and they go and sit at their jeweler's bench and they create and handcraft that piece for you. Then it goes into our packaging department, um, which they will inspect it for quality control, which we're very, uh, we're very serious about because every single one of our designs has a lifetime warranty and a happiness guarantee. So it goes into quality control. Then we package it where it says this, this piece or this design was handcrafted with sand from wherever the play the Cisco Beach in Nantucket. I'm using all these different locations that I know that we have, but also you can choose pressed flowers. We have, I want to say probably about 20 different flower petals in the, in the sand bank. You can choose power stones, which are uh, what we call opaque semi-precious stones like lapis and malachite and turquoise. You can choose those to add a little pop of color to your designs. Every single piece is customized and personalized just for you. Well, the testimonials that you have are just so beautiful. In fact, they, they are very moving. Like you said, the, how can you not have an emotional moment when you receive something that is so personal and so evoking those memories of a special time, maybe when somebody gets engaged or, uh, you know, some place that you went on your honeymoon or it, places that just have these special things. And being a part of the travel story platform, being able to talk to to people about their travels and and how they are changed when they come back after having these experiences, it's those memories of, like I said, wearing this necklace for me is like putting my feet in that sand every time that I feel it. It's like, I remember exactly what it was like. So that must be very rewarding for you. It really is. And the fact that our sand bank has actually grown over the years because our customers have been sending in little samples of sand and earth elements for the past 10 years. So a lot of people will say, gosh, how do you have over 5,000 sands and elements? And that's how our community, our customers, they've sent it in for a custom piece of jewelry. And, or an accessory, and we clean it and verify it. 
and then we add it to our sand bank. So not only can you choose from the sand bank from what we already have, but if you have something really, really special that you want to send in, we will use that in, in our designs as well. And one thing that people always ask, which is not travel related, but I'm going to put it out there anyway, because everyone thinks it and they feel weird asking it. Yes, we do ashes. We have done ashes over the years, pet and human cremains. And it's not weird. It's just another experience that you're capturing in this piece of jewelry or accessory that you're going to have forever. So I think it's beautiful. Holly, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is a question that I've heard from a number of people as I've talked about our conversation is, do they do they do that? And is that weird? And I would say no, not at all. No. No, I, I actually trademarked the term experiential jewelry because every single design captures an experience. You know, it's it's your experience. So it doesn't matter if it's sand or bark or ashes or crushed granite from the Rocky Mountains. Um, people have sent in uh, chihuahua teeth. I've had little baby chihuahua teeth, shark teeth. Goodness cat hair, dog hair. I know it sounds crazy, but we luckily I have I have amazing artists in the studio that can take any sort of element like that and make it really beautiful. Well, everything that you have is really beautiful and that you are able to really share so much of your talent and your art with an individual who has this incredible experience and then make something that is like you said, forever. Yeah, absolutely. My newest favorite element in the sandbank is actually uh, was collected in the Bahamas, and it is flamingo feathers. That must be very pink, <laughs> right? They're gorgeous. But again, Mother Nature gives you everything you need. We've got these these beautiful, perfect pink flower, uh, not flowers, feathers is just it's so cool. It is wonderful. And for me, it makes me start to think, wow, all I have to do is look down and there's the element right there. And, you know, yeah. thinking about the shells and the even clay, I, I know that you have clay from like canyons and mountains. Yes. What a beautiful, uh, just a beautiful element that is with that kind of warm red tone. Um, very similar, the clay from, or say, any sand you pick up in, in one of the canyons, Grand Canyon, actually looks somewhat similar to uh, many of the African sands that we have. It's got that that orangey, uh, rustic tone to it. So beautiful. And tell us again the website so everybody can be dreaming right now of what they want to make. <laughs> it is dunejewelry.com, D-U-N-E, like a sand dune. Well, I want to I wanna talk about the ocean. Let's talk about the ocean for just a minute, because that element is so near and dear to you, having grown up there at the beach, and, and it takes up so much. You're sending people out, they, they've got this beautiful beach sand. What would you say is the most important mindful tip, perhaps, of how we individually can ensure that the ocean continues to be safe and alive? Oh my goodness. I mean, it's there are so many there are so many things that need to change in my opinion. And I know it's probably something you've heard over and over again, but the the plastic, I mean it it has to stop. You've got 
to, and I, I, we can't stop life. I understand that. And, you know, you're busy and, and plastic has become part of kind of everything we touch these days, but this, we really need to get rid of single use plastic. You have to, we've got to reuse and recycle because it's billions of tons of plastic and garbage going into our oceans every single day. Um, it's quite overwhelming. And, and at the end of the day, our, if we don't, the ocean is what differentiates us from any other planet that we know of. So why wouldn't we, why aren't we, we have to take care of it. We Absolutely. have to take care of it. Well, when we come back from the break, Holly, I want—I really want to dive a little bit deeper, dive deeper into the ocean, if you will, but also really talk more about not only the beautiful creations that you make and what you offer to people from all over the world, but also I want to talk to you about the longevity of your business, because that is another important thing about how you find your passion. I think so many of us yearn for that. And sometimes we just need to hear it from somebody who has who has found it. And you obviously have. So, Holly, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. I look forward to coming back and talking more with you. Sounds great. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Holly Christensen. We're talking about dune jewelry and and mother earth and the ocean and stay tuned so we can get some more tips on what we can do to help our planet we'll be right back spring is in the air here in Asheville, north carolina and we're so excited because now is the time to join Asheville rooftop bar tours on their exciting three-hour rooftop experience you will enjoy city history handcrafted drinks and food breathtaking views reserved seating and a local guide leading the way and they take care of the driving too enjoy the vip treatment on this TripAdvisor award-winning tour tours seven days a week for more information visit ashevillerooftopbartours.com fly me to the moon let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on jupiter and mars in other words Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Holly Christensen, and we're talking about her company, Dune Jewelry. And Holly, you had said that Dune Jewelry is the one and only experiential jewelry brand in the world. I know that you have done a lot to ensure that you give back when we were talking about the ocean and tips for how we can save it, you're doing your part as well through your company to help save our planet and to help give back. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we actually have quite a few different giving events throughout the year. Uh, We've donated over $150,000 over the past few years to different coastal preservation charities, as well as very important charities with great missions all over the world. We work with the Association to Preserve Cape Cod because that's where I grew up. Uh, the Surfrider Foundation, they're an incredible organization. We've we've donated to them for many years. Uh, one of my ultimate favorite organizations is Mission Blue. 
um, that was founded by Sylvia Earle. And she is my, I just, I have a girl crush on Sylvia. She's incredible. She, gosh, she's logged over 7,000 hours under the water. Um, she was one of the women in the Tektite project down in the Virgin Islands where these women went and lived under the water for, I believe it was two weeks and they got to research and she's just, she's such an inspiration to me. There are so many who are, who are so inspiring and, and a lot of it too is really being able to manifest this abundance into our lives. And it's, it's very obvious to me that you over your lifetime have been able to manifest so much abundance just around you, just in the environment around you and, and finding that passion, being inspired by others. How would you perhaps suggest to somebody how they can find that abundance in their life, how they can manifest and, and find that passion? That's an incredibly cool question because coming from the uh, only child and not really having family to push me along and guide me is, it could have gone one of a few different ways. You know, I really, I really could have taken a, a very poor road throughout my life, but I always, you know, they say between ages zero and seven or zero and eight is when you really kind of, um, it's instilled in you, your values and your, and your core, your core values throughout your life. And I think I always expected, and this is kind of weird to think, I always expected that my life would get better. I am a, I am an optimist. And I think for someone who is pessimistic, that's hard, but at the end of the day, you're waking up every morning and that day is a fresh day to do things differently. If things aren't going right, try something new. And you have to kind of feel that you deserve it as well, which is tough these days with how people are brought up. You know, some people feel guilty if they if they have too much, right? Because we do know that other people in other parts of the world are suffering and they don't have what we have. But but we have opportunities in front of us every single day. My, I always say, and I know it's cliche, you know, today's the, today's the first day of the rest of my life. And it's true. If you're healthy, be grateful. If you're, um, if you've got a job, be grateful. And if you don't like your job, be grateful for it anyway, because you'll find little things that you, that you like if you are grateful to have one. And then just put one foot in front of the other and start looking for something new, find new opportunities. They are out there. The universe will take care of us if we ask it to. The universe wants you to succeed. It's, it's, it sounds wild, but it's true. I remember being at a random cookout when I was 13 years old and things weren't going well. And this girl came over to me and we were chatting. She was an adult. I was a child. And she said to me, the universe will take care of you. You have to understand that and know that. And if you believe that it is true. And I'm not saying you can just say, Hey, I want a Bentley tomorrow. <laughs> bring me a universe, bring me a Bentley. That's not it. It's just about feeling how you want to feel in the future and working toward that. And you have to put in the work. At the end of the day, you can't manifest something if you're not willing to put in the work and consciously think about it every single day and, and, and create momentum and make it happen. 
Well, you have definitely been able to do that, Holly, and to, to continue to do that. You have, a, like you were saying, your, uh, your team now, you know, what started with you and your friend, and then it was you, and then you built this incredible team. You know, obviously, you are staying positive through your optimistic outlook on life and, and are able to keep them motivated and positive, and that shows in the quality and the sincerity of the work that you that you're doing and for that you must be very grateful i'm so grateful but i i mean i have bad days i, I have really bad days sometimes because it's i have tw- oh gosh close to 30 team members now um and i take it very seriously that it is my job to keep them employed it's my job to keep them moving forward in their lives and giving them opportunities to grow and that can be really really difficult especially for a bootstrap business you know i i worked in real estate for the first 3 years when i started dune and uh and that's how i funded it and i've never taken any outside investors or anything like that because basically because i was too scared that i wouldn't be able to pay him back like I, i'm like ooh i'm not i don't want to take anyone's money because in a sense i'm thinking i'm not smart enough to understand how to use this money and, and ensure that their investment is is made good on which is you know that's a that's a not a good mindset right like i'm not smart enough that's not a good thing to say um so i kind of turned it around and said uh i'm not going to take that money because we don't need to we're going to put we're going to do things on a lean budget we're going to work hard we're not going to hire until we are so strapped that you know the five people that so are working for me are so strapped we need a sixth and then we're not going to hire again until we're so strapped we need a seventh and eighth and ninth and that's kind of how we um built this this amazing team and and there are days that people are stressed because they are strapped and you know i try to use words like you know it's an opportunity not an issue it's a it's a challenge it's a like all these different words that aren't as negative because listen, we just came through one of the most negative parts of our life. I mean, that we're, we're ever going to see, and hopefully we're not going back there, but, but if we can make it through the quarantine and the pandemic, and I think that we can make it through anything. Humans are resilient. You just have to have the want to, to be happy. And we have all those natural elements around us to remind us that our feet are in the sand, that our head is in the clouds, that we have these beautiful mountains and the natural resources all around us at our disposal all the time. And and being able to, and I think this is a big part of what you're doing and why I respect you so much, is to be able to not only give back, but to make that your mission as well, to help people understand by providing information and tips on how we can do our part to help save the environment, to to be more responsible travelers, to be more sustainable. And every time you put together a piece of this beautiful jewelry, you must feel you're doing your part to connect people to this incredible uh, world that we live in. I feel as if we do connect people more deeply to mother nature. I hope that we do, but we all have to work together and there's so much more that we we can be doing. Well, Holly, I have 
just so enjoyed having this conversation and I look forward to having you back on speaking of travel to keep it going because I would love that I know there's just so much that you're doing that can really help us remind us even of how we can reduce our carbon footprint how we can you know just stay positive to find our passion it's so much more than jewelry with you holly and as you feel inspired by the women that resonate with you i feel that way with you and i just want to thank you again for being here on speaking of travel thank you so much marilyn this was a lot of fun thank you And tell us one more time how people can get in touch with you. You can find us at DuneJewelry.com, but also on Facebook, Dune Jewelry, Instagram, Dune Jewelry, and Pinterest, Dune Jewelry. Well, it is a a treat for the eyes every time you open up that (laughs) website. So, Holly, thank you again for being on Speaking of Travel. Thank you. Well, this is a crazy time to be traveling by air, and as more and more people are taken to the skies, airports are doing exceptionally well to keep the process efficient and safe. So what can you expect when you walk into an airport between the time you arrive and the time you leave? Well, joining me today to break down some of the airport procedures is Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport. So stay tuned. Summertime is the perfect time to get out and explore North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains. Create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com Travel Guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures. Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. There are a lot of reasons why people are traveling today by air. Visiting friends and families after not seeing them for so long, or maybe taking a break from work to avoid burnout. For some, traveling to and from home by air provides access to these wonderful wilderness areas across our country because so many of us are really wanting to be out in nature. Well, remember, airports can be a crazy place, and as we know, these days they're exceptionally busy. So what can you expect when you walk into an airport and enter into that process of what to do between the time you arrive and the time that you leave? Well, joining me today to break down some of the airport procedures is Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport. And Tina, it's always such a pleasure to have you here to fill us in on what's happening because, as we all know, things are changing every single day. Absolutely, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Well, Tina, there's just so many people flying in and out now 
let's talk about what it's like when we uh, when we start to travel. I thought what we could do maybe because you're there at the airport, you're seeing people come in and out, getting on planes, getting dropped off. I was there the other day dropping my cousin off, and let's just walk through. We're in our car. We're on our way to the airport. Walk us through what a typical protocol is once we get to the airport. Sure, absolutely. So the first thing when people are driving into Asheville Regional Airport, uh, you've got to find parking. And I do need to let everyone know that parking is a little harder to find sometimes than you might think. We have lots and lots of travelers right now. And so when you come into the airport, we have a sign right just to the left that tells you how many spaces are available in the lots. So as you go to enter, you'll see a digital sign there and it will either have a number or it will say full. So let's say the number is 100. That means there are 100 spaces left in that particular parking lot. Don't be surprised if it says full. That does happen. So don't panic. Uh, Just allow time to find your spot. If the surface daily lot and our garage are both full, just circle back around the terminal and head back out across the street from the airport, we have a remote shuttle lot, plenty of spaces, and we've got a shuttle that runs continuously back and forth to the front curb. So you've parked, now you head into the airport. You can go one of two places and it depends. Have you checked in online with your airline? And if you are not checking a bag, you can go straight to the TSA security uh, check that line and go ahead and go through security. You've got your boarding pass either printed ahead of time or on your smartphone, and then you just head right on through. But if you have not yet checked in, you you turn right and you go to your airline's ticket counter and you check in there, you get your boarding pass. And if you need to check a bag, you check a bag there. Then you head to the TSA security screening line. So um, when you get to that line, if you have TSA pre-check, you can head on up the pre-check lane. Otherwise, you get into the general security checkpoint lane and wait your turn and go through security screening. Another note of caution, lines can be very, very long at times. Be prepared ahead of time. You can go to the website, our website at flyavl.com. You can look at flight schedules for the day. You can see flights that are departing about the same time your flight is and just do the math. Think about how many people are going to be arriving one to two hours earlier to go through security screening. Um, And if there are times when we have seven or eight flights departing at about the same time, that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people needing to go through screening. So, you know, be savvy, plan ahead. So am I doing, am I telling you what you want to know? Oh, I'm, I'm taking all this in. I can tell you, I'm going to be traveling in a couple of months. It's like, this is, these are the kind of stories we need to hear right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when you're in the screening line, be sure, you know, do do your research ahead of time, but just have everything ready in your 
carry on luggage, know what you can and can't take, have it separated out the way it needs to be. So your liquids, gels, paste, those kinds of things need to be in the clear plastic bag, 3.4 ounces or less. As you get close to uh, checking in, go ahead and untie your shoes or, you know, wear slip off shoes. So it's easy to go ahead and get everything in the bin and to go through screening. You may get flagged for extra screening. You never know. If you do, that's going to add a little time to your journey. So this is why we tell people to arrive two hours ahead of your flight time. You know, you just don't know. So you need to make sure you have enough time. But once you get through screening, then you are on the what's called the secure side of the airport. And, you know, that's where you can grab a coffee. You can go to the bar. You can get a little something to eat, browse in the store or go straight to your gate and just sit and wait for boarding. You will have to have your mask on the entire time. That is something to remember. But it's the the journey is you know, it's, it's a journey before you ever even get on that airplane, but, but it's very doable. It can be very efficient. And, you know, I love being in airports. I think it's exciting. Oh, I love it too. In fact, I miss so much of seeing people when they depart. I love being in the terminal and seeing people as they're not departing, well, departing, but also when they're coming in and they're just, so everybody just, everybody just seems happy. And, and when you get to that gate, I guess there'll be gate announcements or people there who are going to make announcements of uh, what to be looking at your ticket, right? Absolutely. Definitely listen and pay attention to the instructions that the gate agents are giving you uh, because they board the flights very efficiently. You're going to give, be given a zone. Uh, most airlines have zoned boarding. It'll just say what your zone is on your boarding pass, and they will announce your zone when it's time to get in line and, and head up to board the aircraft. So that that's something to listen for. One thing I encourage people to listen for is if the gate agent says, we are offering complimentary bag checks to your final destination, I am the first one at that podium anytime that happens, because, you know, I would love to not bring a checked bag. I mean, a a carry-on bag. And if they will complimentary check that to my final destination, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for that too. And then also just to remind everybody that you are prepared at the terminal with your hand sanitizer. Everything is being clean. Same thing with the gate counters are cleaned regularly. The boarding process has changed to minimize contact and and really try to make sure that everybody remains safe and, and orderly. Absolutely. And, you know, those protocols are here to stay. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So just get to know air travel the way it is today and you'll be it'll be a smooth experience. Well, I know one way that I keep up with what's going on is by visiting your website and being connected via your newsletter and and getting the information that you send out on a on a regular basis. Tell us again how we can go to your website, get that information and get signed up for that newsletter. Sure. So visit us at flyavl.com. You can click on what's called our social hub. And right there are so many ways to connect with us, including a really easy way to just give us your email and we'll sign you up for our monthly e-newsletter. Lots of great information. We only send out 
once a month. We do not inundate you with um, information. So we try to keep it timely and interesting. And we love to connect with our customers. Well, Tina, thank you so much for filling us in. Every week, it seems that there are new changes or updates. And, you know, we're coming, we're coming into another uh, season. It's going to before we know it, it's going to be the holiday season. I mean, it's crazy to even say such a thing. But as we know, time is going by fast. And I just want to thank you again for being a part of Speaking of Travel and helping us stay informed and, and updated. You are very welcome. It's always nice to be with you. Well, thanks, Tina. And, you know, as I get out and begin traveling again, I've made a commitment to be a better traveler. Now is really the time to travel more responsibly. And you can learn every day by talking to people who have already traveled and even those who are planning on traveling again soon. Because today, more than ever, we need to always be aware of leaving a positive footprint in the places we travel. So do your research. Find out how you can be more socially responsible and and think about these sustainable destinations and accommodations. Use apps to help you get organized and book and plan your trips and consider ways to make the most of your time. But try not to overthink it. Just be curious and learn to have an open mind. And why not consider staying longer in one place versus traveling around the next time? Pick a place where you can settle in and really get to enjoy it. Take time to think about how you plan to travel and the impact you'll make the next time you go out on your journey. And be kind and patient. Smile more. Be mindful and considerate to the world. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 